hey, we're never going to show up and the inbox is going to be at zero. We're never going to show up to work and nobody's having an issue. People are involved. Human beings are involved. Hey, I'm Russ. And I'm Danny. And this is the Memory Makers Podcast. The show focused on helping you create amazing customer experiences and make more memories. Memory Makers Podcast. I want medieval times on your Danny. You did. <laughs> and you're cursing quite early. This is, well, uh, that's got to be a record. Well, yeah, I don't, uh, sorry about that, gang. Times are a little stressful. It's my coping mechanism. But, uh, <laughs> hey, I wanted to tell you something last night when I was playing with Rinker. He, uh, he said the phrase G Willikers when he was stressed out. And I knew that, that you just have such a, a good time with my, you know, old man phrases and things that to see then a two and a half year old go G Wilkers when he was frustrated <laughs> was ridiculous. There's zero question of where he got that from. Obviously. No, it was one of those that Tiff looked at me and goes, and you know, just pointing at me with her eyebrows. <laughs> So it's like well, that's your you kid our, yeah no. <laughs> oh man how are you doing i am great i'm ready to get into today's topic and I love i'm just it. i'm just in my mind imagining rigor just going gee willikers yeah yeah it's pretty great it's pretty great <laughs> well you know i'd mentioned uh we'd mentioned my my swear jar i'm gonna have to put some coins in there obviously with this one and, and joking about just times are stressful but you know one of the things we wanted to chat about today in the episode was how how do you manage the stressful seasons right and and what goes into actually making sustainable change you know disrupting what's been done and and forging new paths doesn't come without its toll right and and there's just when we're running businesses we're dealing with customers we're all of the things there's there's those peaks and valleys of when we're really in the thick of it and really into the stress of it and then and and how do we make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success and avoiding burnout and doing all of that so um, as we get into this and, and kind of share some of the things that we've seen within creative works and other great tips and tricks that we've learned from some of our selected readings and things too, you know, one of the, the first quotes that came to mind when we were talking about this and Armando has a, a, you know, print of this up in his office and it's something that we try to take really to heart is life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it from Charles R. Swindle. And that for us, you know, is just, hey, we're never going to show up and the inbox is going to be at zero. We're never going to show up to work and nobody's having an issue. People are involved. Human beings are involved. And so this is, you know, we're going to show up, we're going to play that infinite game. Like this is part of taking the swings at bat and making sure that we're getting after it from that perspective. And it goes to show if you've got employees, right? And the, there are two employees or maybe more than that, that go through the same experience at work or the same kind of customer interaction or whatever stressful thing it might be and one can respond very well to it and the other one doesn't it, it mm -hmm. again shows that well the actual experience and what happened was the same but the reaction was much different and because mm -hmm. of that difference in reaction their stress levels may peak and they may become more anxious and more worried and all those different things and i think it's really important to recognize how much of our life is impacted by our emotional state and we have a lot of control over that more than we like to give ourselves credit for sometimes. Well, and, and, you know, it's not to make little of, of, you know, life happens and life is not clean. It is messy and takes a lot of, of energy in, in all of the directions that it is. 
so when it then when we talk about this control what you can control it's okay well what are tools that i can have in you know arrows that i can have in the quiver to to make sure that when these things show up i'm not you know just surprised by the fact that it's merely happening and and whether that's reframing whether you know any of these things where we can change our perspective we can evaluate of okay if this is such a task like what's what's a ripe opportunity for improvement around it you know and and just making sure that we get continually training our brains to focus on how solving the problem more than than you know the problem existing is is being such an emotional burden Mm -hmm. and and it takes time and it takes diligence and it's not just you know it's not light lifting um it's it's a habit that you have to create and and kind of rewire the neural pathways to make sure that they're not going down the wrong rabbit hole and there's something else I like to think about when we have seasons that are busy or seasons that are stressful. There is a term that a lot of people will use of work-life balance. Uh, I'm not a fan of that phrase. Uh, I like to instead say balance is a lie. And Ooh. why I say that is because balance implies equality, right? When we say work-life balance, that means, well, I'm going to have an equal balance of work and then time with friends and time at home and time um, with family and time sleeping and all these different things can't be equal. It's impossible. So the metaphor and the, the phrase that I like to use instead is um, instead of work-life balance, it's a rhythm, mm. the rhythm of your work life. Because if we take this analogy, this metaphor, using music right there are going to be times when the tempo and the rhythm of your life changes there are going to be times when hey we're hitting the busy season at at our facility and we know we're going to have tons of groups and tons of birthday parties and tons of walk-in traffic and all those different things i'm going to have to spend more time there and we can understand that at different points in time the rhythm rhythms will get faster and then they'll get slower but mm -hmm. as long as the different areas of our life the different instruments in our life are working in tandem and on the same rhythm together we can make that work and understanding how all those things will flow in certain seasons there will be maybe the rhythm's fast and then it slows down but as long as all the instruments of your life are kind of at the same rhythm and working together i think that is a really helpful way to think about it because the idea of work-life balance if we have more work that we're doing in that particular season we then feel this sense of well something's wrong and um it shouldn't be this way and i need to fix this and it's like okay well let's recognize that this is a season and there will be times when yeah you may work more than other times and you may be on a sprint and you may do be doing some of these things but as long as we recognize and have all the parts of our life working in rhythm and working in tandem that's okay well and and in leaning into that rhythm and and you know being able to use the momentum because sometimes having a lot on your plate you know we don't sit still well we like having that you know high operational tempo that comes with things but it comes at a cost and so you need to make sure that that you're infusing into that rhythm the the non-negotiable self-care items right of of what are we doing to make sure that we are having sustainable energy to and and mental bandwidth to actually navigate these issues right because we still need to be able to show up and we still need to be able to to put our best foot forward so there are times you know where where if you don't have you know if you start to just you're not sleeping you're not eating well you're not giving yourself any you know mental reprieve 
that's going to make those stressful seasons all the more intense. And and then you're going to have kind of these fractional mistakes that are splintering off of each other just from the fact that, you know, we, we are pushing the, the throttle too hard or we're redlining it too hard. And one of the things that was really impactful, as, especially through the, the large growth periods that we've been going through over the last five years, is looking at what are some of those non-negotiable self-care items that I need to make sure that I have in the routine and that we're protecting first, because those are so important to make sure that I can then continue to, to show up at a you know 85% level as opposed to just constantly running at a 65% level, right? Like, what are those things that are going to be in there? You know, some folks are big big on, hey, I'm going to get up and and I'm still going to maintain my morning workout or I'm not going to default to eating, you know, the stress eating the fast food, which I, you know, guilty because that's that's one of my go to's. And you need to to make sure that you are protecting some of those things because you're looking at the long game of, yes, this is an intense moment. Yes, there's all this stuff to do. But if I'm, you know, not brushing my teeth and flossing, so to speak, from a, you know, you're not keeping up with the hygiene of your habits, um, you know, I don't mean that in a literal sense. I, I just mean more of, of still making sure you're taking the time to do those little things that, that have such a, a big difference on your ability to show up. How do you, you know, how do you expect yourself to be able to, to weather that storm of the busy season? And it, it's a zero sum game at times, right? There's only so many minutes in the day and there's only, there's only so much uh, energy that we can expel. And so at times that's going to call for uh, two things that we've learned from some of our readings. One, you've got Jocko Willick talking about uh, discipline equals freedom in his extreme ownership book, as well as dichotomy of leadership books, talks a lot about you know, if there are things that are are just good basic maintenance elements, how do you consistently make sure that you're not compromising those and, and that by taking the time to do those and not shortcutting those, what that actually then results in the freedom because you're able to, you know, handle those problems better and faster than you would if you were just sacrificing all of that stuff. And there's a, another talking point around it where it's, you know, some of this is going to require some ruthless prioritization. And, and so you are going to have to, you know, there are hard lines in the sand that need to be made, but it's, it's one of those of, okay, well, if, if, if I know I can, you know, I'm not getting much sleep anyway, and, and that's not really going to change with the sheer volume of work, but I'm not going to not only not get sleep, but then also cut back on, you know, the exercise or the stress relief opportunities or other things like that. It just gets into a dangerous slope. And so Danny, you always have this this phrase of uh, kind of a yes if mentality when it comes to that ruthless prioritization and being able to prioritize and execute what things are going to move the needle the most. And I, I always enjoy your insights on that. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because um, a lot of people, and I've been very guilty of this through my professional career uh, of being saying no because. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very analytical and very process driven. And a lot of times if an idea comes up and I've experienced before, I know it's not going to work. I'll say, well, no, because. But the problem with that is it, it just immediately shuts down the person's idea or where they're going with it. And what I've learned um, and I, I don't actually remember where this came from, but is the, the idea of saying instead of saying no, because saying yes, if. You know, mm -hmm. for those ideas that come up, whether it's for ourselves in our own lives or others that bring it to us is saying, yes, that will work if 
X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. And that's a helpful way. It's the, it's the whole idea of, um, of Im- improv, right? Mm-hmm. The yes and. It's kind mm-hmm. of that way of being able to continue the momentum and letting someone own their idea still, um, but being able to, to bring some guardrails and factors into it that they may not be considering. So that's an interesting little sidebar there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And when we also look at just, you know, personal self-care and, and what we're doing with that, and the whole goal is to prevent burnout, right? Like we want to make sure that we're we're maintaining the habits that are going to allow us to show up well, but that's not just for us, but it's for the team as well, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of theories on what causes burnout, and I'm going to kind of share some ideas behind one of them. Um, I don't know if there's one single answer that answers everything, but this is just a helpful framework to think about burnout. Burnout happens when there are two things that are occurring. Number one, that you or your team, let's think about your team for just a moment. Your team does not have a sense of control of what is happening at work. And then number two, they don't have a why behind the work that they're doing so they can't control what they're doing at all and they don't see a bigger vision of how it impacts anything and so those two things combined especially if you heap a lot of work on there lead to burnout a lot faster right and so we've talked on this podcast before about the sense of autonomy sure someone's going to have a role that they're going to be scheduled to do a certain type of shift and that's the work they have to do well we understand that there's not a lot of control. If you're going to be scheduled to be a laser tag marshal for the shift, that's your job. You don't just get to choose and say, well, I want to go do this other thing instead. But within that role, giving them the autonomy to be able to do their work and be able to um, shift their brief to the audience, you know, whether it's little kids or maybe it's um, you know, adults or whatever it is, having some sense of control over what they do or if a customer has an issue giving them the autonomy and power to be able to resolve it instead of i need to go find a manager that sense of control helps and Mm -hmm. letting them bring ideas to you of how to improve the business how to improve the operations and listening to those ideas help with that sense of control and then the other part of that is the the why and the vision right if you are a business owner or a business leader, you probably have a pretty clear vision and why for your business. You know where you're going, you know the purpose and, and why you want to go there. But oftentimes I see that business owners don't necessarily communicate that very well to their team. And so the team doesn't necessarily have an attachment to, well, how is me dealing with this customer right now going to make any difference in this business or make any difference in my job or make any difference in what I'm doing right now. But Mm -hmm. being able to tie all of the different roles to some greater vision and impact piece that they have is very important so that they can have a sense of control and autonomy over what they're doing. And knowing that when we hit those kind of busy times and maybe some of those frustrating customer situations being able to get through that because i have some sort of greater vision that's attached to that so i think both of those things are important to consider yeah. and when we step back and we 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 realize okay life is 10 percent what happens to us 90 percent how we react to it we think about the rhythms of our life instead of the balance between work and home life we think about the self-care and knowing if we're going into a busier and more stressful season, how to take care of ourselves and then how to give our team the sense of autonomy and vision to help prevent those burnout. 
I think all of that combined can help you and your team manage yourselves through those stressful times, through those stressful seasons and situations so that you get to the other side a little bit stronger than you were before. And so with all that, I think that's a a wonderful place for us to wrap things up, wouldn't you say, Danny? I would say so. Awesome. Well, we've got great content coming your guys' way, so be sure to check it out. And if there's anything that you want us to hit on as far as topics or things to explore, please send that our way. If you liked what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And always appreciate that five stars, please and thank you. Uh, Like Russ mentioned, if you have any ideas for future episodes or topics, follow us on social media, send us a DM. All right. And big shout out as always to Mikey Mike on the ones and twos rocking in the ultra net for us and appreciate you all. And we will catch you on the next one. Memory Makers Podcast. So be able to check out the link in the button below. One more time. Here we go. Awesome. All right, bring the energy. I'm ready to roll. Let's do this woof, thing. Woof, 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 woof. <clears throat>